Well, we made it to the credits of Valley Girl, episode one of our epic journey that may or may not have been a great decision to review every Nick Cage movie. I'm Brian. I'm Seth, and I can promise this was a terrible decision. <laughs> well, well, I can definitely say that was a movie. It was definitely a movie. Uh, to be like straight up it was actually better than i thought it was gonna be um the poster for it is absolute garbage <laughs> i have not seen oh that. dude the poster's so bad it's got it's hold like on, hold on let me let me let me uh <laughs> dear google ask google yes it is like uh, someone made like wax statues and then painted up the wax statues like they they made a a statue, and then they painted a picture of that statue. It's so bad. Are you talking about the one where he's in like a shirtless vest and has like silver and red yeah, hair and shit? And both oh of them God. look just terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bad, bad poster, man. Dude, the eighties. It was a wild. Eighties were a time. It was a wild time. Yeah. That, speaking of which, did you see? All of the like fucking multicolored windbreakers and stuff and. I mean, I, I'm not going to lie, Seth. I kind of want one again. Dude. I had one in the fucking nineties. <laughs> I saw, when I saw Nick Cage's fucking very first shot with his flock of seagulls hair coming out over oh the beach, <laughs> I was like, oh my God, is this Nick Cage? Like, is this even the same guy? Who is this? This is not a Yeah, doll. no, that, that unceremonious entrance scene was was probably just 10 out of 10 the best way he could have been introduced was this his debut movie was this his first one it was that because it was yeah, just i think it was it was just that ham-fisted 80s film style like what a hunk yeah. no no so like music hunk. or anything it's he's just like walking over a hill at the beach he's just like being uh, dopey nick cage <laughs> oh it's so hot out it was oh man it was so bad <laughs> Oh, it was it was good, bad though. Yeah, it was it was one of those where it's like, oh, what? <laughs> this is how the this is how okay. This is how this is how okay sure, yeah. I like during the movie, like I had my phone out just to like write shit down, but because there was so much, Seth, there was so much, <laughs> and I <laughs> I did Google a couple of things and I came across an article of like facts about valley girl that you didn't know or whatever one of those did kinds you do this of articles dirt, while you were watching it yeah just because it was i can pay attention hey to no i'm, I'm on board i'm just <laughs> i was just curious like did you i, I but, wasn't sure if you did like prep work like pre-research or no 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 no, no it was sort of the end because i was i was wondering who the uh like the live bands were like the one at the prom mm -hmm. and the one at the bar yeah, yeah. they're actual bands um like uh the one at the prom was josie cotton and the one in the bar was a band called the Plimsolls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. But uh, yeah. No, go ahead. Oh, sorry. But uh, I was on the internet and found that while I was searching for who the hell those bands were, 
and apparently Nick Cage was like so hairy that he had to shave his chest for that Dude, role. Dude, I saw that. Which is why he has that weird like triangle yeah! of hair. He's got like, <laughs> like a V of hair on his chest. Like a happy trail going in between his titties. It's great. It was so weird. It's like reverse cleavage for his hair. I thought that was so weird, but I just assumed that that was like the style in the 80s. I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> That's the beautiful thing about watching movies like this is like what is what is this like oh god how long has it been since 1980 i square brain cannot math 80 like 40 years man 83 yeah 37 Either way, years watching movies now that it's been that long since they came out like you're like wait what, is this the way it actually was right? or am i being or is this artistic license i don't yeah, know you can't tell the difference between like some <laughs> bullshit crazy thing they did in a movie and like what actually happened <laughs> Because the eighties was like one big bullshit crazy movie. And and that makes it so much better. I, I love it. God, it was so weird, man. Can we start with I mean not start, we're minutes in, but can we talk about how the movie started with a breakup? Like immediately? That was wild. I No 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 no. The movie started with it it seemed like they kind of put the scene at the beginning there out of place. Like usually the buying things spending spree montage happens in the middle of the movie that was strange placement to me i'm like oh we're we're starting with this okay yeah i got that i got the feeling they were like okay we need to make sure everybody knows that this is a movie in the 80s in a mall go and it's just like <laughs> here's 15 shots of like shopping sprees in the food court right and how brad is such oh. a hunk oh my god but yeah no you're right they like just right out the gate Boom, you're dumped. Yeah. Like, oh, he's okay, but I think I hate him. Uh, and then the neck, they change scenes and they fucking break up. Like, <laughs> Everything fucking happens so quick. It's so weird, it's man. Just, it's, it's just like bullet point after bullet point. Usually there's some progression between them, but it was just like this scene happened now, this scene happened, yeah. and they're just completely different Dude. things. Like, like the whole thing with... Uh, What's her face's mom? Hold on, uh, Susie, I think it was. Yeah, like, Susie's mom. Her mom straight up just stealing her boyfriend. Dude, like I don't know what that was going that on entire that. thing didn't even have to happen, and there were like three scenes of it that were just never referenced again. I have I've got notes written down on my whiteboard desk, and one of them just says, <laughs> one of them says, "Holy shit!" Oh, let me find it. It says, "Susie's mom's a." Hoe. It says, "Holy shit!" <laughs> Skip has got it for Susie's mom and I underlined got it three times <laughs> Susie's mom has got it going on yeah but like <laughs> apparently and apparently Skip is just like he's got the thing he's, he's in it for the cruise <laughs> I don't know what it although is. <laughs> uh, Susie's mom is actually her stepmom so they looked oh, yeah. they looked pretty close in age. Like it may have been like So did fucking Julie's mom and her. It's true. When they yeah, I thought it was just uh when, when Julie's mom like came out the first time, I thought it was just another random teenager that was like So did I too cool for prom or whatever. <laughs> nope. <laughs> or like too dorky for prom. Nope, just her hippie mom. Yo, speaking of which, uh Julie's parents are fucking dope. They're so cool. <laughs> Not only except for that very problematic quote that her dad came out with right the, his in the beginning. first line in the movie. Right in the beginning. If I was twenty years younger, yeah, I was oh like, my God, dude, oh no, oh no, it's oh, no. one of those. And then he and he like played it off <laughs> as a joke, and he was super fucking cool the entire rest of the time. Like, yeah, and like that's the thing. I think that might have just been one of those things that was 
not problematic in the 80s. Yeah. I mean, there was a I'd, lot of things that weren't or problematic maybe it, in the 80s. Or maybe it was, at, yeah. Or maybe it was and people just didn't say anything about it. Yeah. But like, it, it, they, they didn't care, really. They were like, oh, like, hmm, weird. And then they moved on. There was a lot of like yeah. weird slang in here. Uh, fucking Julie I, said pukazoid <laughs> twice. And I was like, I was there for it. I was like, yes, Julie, pukazoid, get it. So <laughs> I have a note in my phone that I took notes with because I'm a note-taking nerd that says 80s-isms. Nerd! I heard... And this is in no way a comprehensive list because I could only take in so much of this movie at once. But I heard gag me. I heard bitchin' a bunch. Bitchin' was dope. Freak me out. A lot. Um, yeah, totally bummed. Oh, they, they, the another one they used a lot was, oh, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> I, and, uh, I heard, I did hear tubular once. I heard tubular. That was, gag me was the first actual thing that I heard. Gag me. Like yeah. they, they that, were, that was in that scene in the yeah, mall in the intro. Right in the intro. They were like incomprehensible, like chatting with each other. And then fucking <laughs> what's her, their characters. Stacy is just like, oh, gag me. Like, right. Like clear as a bell. That's the only thing that I actually <laughs> understood in that whole conversation. It's like, oh, okay. It's going to be one of these movies. I see. Yeah, I'm sure if there were subtitles, it would have said just, like, general chatter. <laughs> Teenagers chat. <laughs> Teenage chatter, yeah. No, and, and can we can we talk about how just unfair it is that Susie's mom was not Stacy's mom? Because, like, there's a character in this named Stacy, mm-hmm. and there was a mom I mean, who had it going on, but that prophecy could not be, uh, to be written fair. before... Who was that? Bowling for Soup? It might have been Bowling for Soup. But it definitely, this happened way before that. Maybe? Oh my gosh. Yeah, no, that's, that. it could have been prophetic. It could have yeah. been, it could have been good, but. Is this the, is this what alas. they were talking about? <laughs> were they, were they singing about this movie? <laughs> I mean, hey man, they were probably impressionable kids in the 80s. <laughs> probably. Also, okay, moving on to something that I thought was hilarious as shit. So we get this like. Early on, we get a scene of, like, a valley party, which is mm-hmm. basically like a 14-year-old's birthday party, but it has booze in weird brown <laughs> bags for some reason. And, like, the parents are there serving kids booze. Yeah, it's just, like, it's, what, it's a, weird, a weird thing. But we get yeah. this, like, preppy pop valley party, and then Nick Cage... Uh, popped collars and yeah, multicolored tracksuits. Everyone and... had a popped collar. I thought that Everyone. was just like a handful of people did that. No, no. Everyone fucking did that. <laughs> <laughs> but fucking Randy and Fred show up uh, with their, like, I think they were trying to be punk, but it felt like they had, okay, Flock of Seagulls haircut or hairstyles. They had, like, weird studded vests and, like, a maroon shirts on. It felt like of like a valley girl was tasked with making a punk wardrobe and didn't didn't really get it (laughs) (laughs) and see that i that's another one of those things that like disclaimer we were both born in 1990 Mm -hmm. so we don't fucking know but that seems like another one of those things that's like was this weird artistic license in a movie set in the 80s or was this just how it was in the 80s because i'm pretty sure those like weirdly native american-esque necklaces and stuff were 
yeah. were definitely like, like a thing totally in the thing. 80s. Like their outfits might not have been out of place. And they were wearing these like huge baggy khakis with like boots and I shit. I know. Like, it was hell? so weird. And <laughs> it was like zoot suit pants. It was zoot suit pants, dude. That's exactly what it was. Fucking Nick Cage had on double belts and one of them like hung really low like he was in a Western. Right, yeah. With that like turquoise buckle. It's yeah, so weird, man. At one point, wasn't it when he went to her house to, like, when she said, we can't see each other anymore, wasn't he actually in a zoot suit? I think so. It was a suit of some kind. It definitely like... looked, it was bright and crazy like a zoot suit. <laughs> but we didn't get to see the boxing proportion, so who knows. Um, can we talk about how oh, problematic he got? Okay, so, as the movie... Oh, yeah, how problematic Dude. everyone fucking got. That was a, that was not a, I like, mean, that's not a movie that would fly today. Two-thirds of the way through that you say that, okay, Brian. However, <laughs> uh, there is a Valley Girl remake careful, careful. coming out in 2020, this year that we're currently in, right now. Seth. It's Seth. a remake. Seth. It's happening. Seth. Seth. I need you to not be lying to me right nope. now. Nope. It stars I need you to Rachel be Lee Goldenberg. The truth. Uh, oh, no, it's directed by Rachel Lee Goldenberg. Stars. It stars Jessica Roth. It's happening. Who who is playing Nick Cage's part? God, I hope it's Nick Cage. <laughs> Nick Cage. Macking <laughs> 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 on some high school girl. <laughs> Yo, okay. For real though, I had to pause the movie and do some Wikipedia searching to make sure that these people were actually eighteen because there were like way more titties in this than I thought. <laughs> and I say I say titties because that's what they explicitly call them over and over again. They're like, what? Yeah, what no, are these things? Oh, I wasn't titties. expecting, I wasn't expecting any nudity whatsoever. But there was like three scenes and one of almost explicit sex. Yeah. Like, when when I first like I was like, okay, first movie, it's Valley Girl. Pull that shit up and it says rated R. And I was like, uh, what? Why? <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> hold on, wait a minute. <laughs> Maybe I don't have any idea what this movie's going to be about. <laughs> but, yeah, speaking of which, remember that scene at the party where it was Julie's friend, shoot, I I don't remember Lauren. all of their names. Lauren, yeah, but, like, she and uh, Tommy almost bang, and Tommy's, like, blackmailing her about it. He's like, I won't tell anyone if you don't, and then it shows him talking to his friends and, like, them laughing Immediately up and tell. And she's... Yeah, and she's all worried about it. Like, oh, what if Julie finds out? It is never Dude, referenced again. Yeah. It was just an excuse to show her boobs. It was. Right. <laughs> it you could been. tell that, that Lauren as a character was, like, trying to keep the secret because, like, two-thirds of the way, when, when, when Julie is struggling whether or not to get back with Tommy or stay with Randy, she's like, oh, Tommy's not that great of a guy. And you could see that she, like, wanted to and stay. She, like, but never did. She's a shitty friend. Yeah, that and, and like, in that scene in the hall where Tommy's talking to all the friends, like, yeah, you should talk to her and get her to be okay with being with me again. She, like, tells him off yeah. and stuff. Yeah, because he's a She, he's like, a piece walks of away shit. in a huff. <laughs> well, yeah. And she knows it. I mean, it. all of her friends are, really. Yeah, that's, yeah, actually. <laughs> like, that whole thing at the, at the, yeah, the whole thing at the diner, like, being popular is so lonely. Like, you did the right thing breaking up with that dirty weirdo. I don't even know. He's such like, a geek. <laughs> God. God help Lord. us all. And then fucking Tommy walks in and like looks at Stacy and she's like, yeah, she said she'll get back with you. Come on over. And he's like, oh, cool. Plan worked <laughs> out. Great. 
and walk, fucking walks over and, and they all dip. <laughs> Ugh. And he walks over and then he sits down. And he's like, "Cool, you're my girlfriend now. I'm gonna eat your burger and fries." Here's a bracelet. Can Why I have that? your burger? <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. Is that what relationships are about? You know, I I could. I've been doing it. I wrong. could definitely have been doing it wrong this whole time. <laughs> I'm gonna actually give that a shot. I'll let you know how it works out. <laughs> Please do. Uh, can we talk about how? No. In the middle of the movie. After, I guess not necessarily, after after Julie breaks up with Randy, Nick Cage's Randy is like, I'm just going to fucking kind of stalk you. Uh, he's going to get six different jobs and, like, become a burger hop and a, a movie ticket guy. Yeah, no, how the fuck, how <laughs> the actual know. fuck did he get those? I Like, did he just sneak in and, like... Like, Splinter Cell style, knock a guy out and take his uniform and just, like, I'm the ticket taker now. We, we may <laughs> never know. Although, I suspect it being the 80s, that was just cool. They're like, yeah, you've got the hat on. You must work here. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> then he's like, I quit. I'm out of yeah. here. And then they're like, well, whatever. I, this happens all the time. I really enjoyed those vignettes. Watching him, like, right. do different jobs mm. and then, like, trick because fucking Julie and Stacy and everybody like saw him. It's like, oh, that's fucking Randy right there. Like, and then Tommy looks at him like, who the yeah. fuck are you? Like, oh, dude, <laughs> this guy's giving me my burger. Forgot my fries and Coke. <laughs> and that whole scene. Well, Jimmy Packer Pickle Peppers, I did. It's like it spits his gum out on it. Oh, man. That was the first, the first, uh, instance of crazy ass nick cage that i think Dude, the world saw. it was a glimpse you're like oh my god he's been like this the whole time oh my good lord he was just an actor and hit it for 30 years wait 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 wait. nick cage is an actor mm, it's debatable i did just i did watch a movie with him in it so mm. he's been paid but i think he was still just nick cage though. i would totally believe that um so, Let's see. Also, the thing about that that I wanted to touch on was like a couple of points in this movie were so on the nose, like ridiculously on the nose. Like when he sneaks into the party, back into the party after he gets his ass kicked out. And I don't know if you noticed, but the song on the sound system or whatever immediately switches it to Who Can It Be yeah. Now? <laughs> I was like, oh shit! And in the bathroom? And then, the, yeah. <laughs> and then he fucking hides in the shower like a creep. Like, Dude. Again, this movie was problematic. Yeah. And then he comes out of the shower when Julie's in the bathroom, just right behind fine. her, and he's like, yeah, her reaction when she turns around is not, what are you doing, you creepy psychopath? It's just genuine delight. It's like, oh, what? how did you get back in here? I thought they kicked you out. <laughs> Speaking of <laughs> popping out of bathrooms mysteriously, fucking mm-hmm. Skip broke into fucking... Oh. <laughs> Oh, yeah. What was her name? Hold on. Bro, wait. Susie. Yeah, broke into fucking Susie's house. <laughs> Not Stacy. No shit. The biggest fucking plot twist I have ever seen in my whole life. I thought after he blew... Uh, wow, why do I keep forgetting her name immediately? Susie. Susie, because it should Cause, be Stacy. Yeah, because you keep saying Stacy, and I keep thinking Stacy. <laughs> he blew Susie off like the night before, and it was like, no, I don't want to come over and have sex with you and your friends. It's fine. I'll wait for your mom to be home. <laughs> and then the next day he goes to their house, walks in the front door and is like, Hey, uh, I'm here to do a thing. And you hear someone in the shower and he like goes upstairs and is like, Ooh, sneaky in the shower. And you see like the, f- 
blurry, foggy shower door of, of a lady. So you're like, okay, cool. So it's not the dad in there showering. That's great. Uh, and then you're like, this is not, this is creepy as shit. He's just in, snuck yeah. into the house and was watching. And then they're doing it on the bed. It's great. You see the fucking door open. The lady comes in. And you're like, oh, they're about to be caught. Susie's going to walk in on Skip and her mom having sex. And it's all going to be blown. Bedroom doors open. It is Susie's mom. It's fucking Susie having sex with Skip. Mind blown. I thought he... Right. I was, I was I, like, what? I... I was confused as shit by that because, like, that whole scene before where he, like, delivers groceries to her and she's, like, sitting by the pool and going, like, you should do it. The time is right. We both know. And, like, there was, like, that was hinting at them both being so super into each other. Hinting. Brian, wait. No. Breaking. Hinting? No. That was so over-the-top sexual tension. I thought literally Skip was going to explode all in his shorts. Seth, it is semantics. I have done a semantics mistake. I am sorry. But <laughs> it but no, like that whole scene, like first off, that whole thing was unnecessary. It didn't need to be there. But second, you're right. It was not hinting. It was completely it was, hitting you over the head with yeah. how much they both wanted to bang and then they just don't. It, and God. Then he sneaks, but that made me think that when he was there, like, he even says, hey, I'm just returning one of Susie's books, and then he, like, picks up a random book off the table, leading you to think he's talking, like, yelling to Susie's mom, and then he walks in, and, like, I thought it was her mom in the shower yeah, that they were gonna bang, and then, I, I don't know if it was just a weird 80s audio thing or anything, but, like, it looked like the one who was in the bed with him rolled over and said, mom, when she walked in and caught them. But like, yeah, no, that it could because that's because it wasn't, it was Susie in the shower and the banged skip. It wasn't Susie's mom. So his, like his, but why dude, though? No it doesn't make any goddamn. I can sense. only assume that he yeah. was like, oh, dude, I'm gonna get Susie's mom. Oh yeah, shower. And then uh, when he somehow managed to convince the person in the shower that uh, the stranger that walked he wasn't into their a house was yeah, when that when that turned out okay somehow, he was like, well. Susie's here and she's naked and it is pretty hot, so I, I guess we'll just go with it. She didn't murder me, yeah, so yeah, worked out. It's not that I don't want to bang Susie; I just want to bang her mom yeah. more. Fucking weirdo, dude. Skip was so thirsty. I mean, ugh. but why? Why was that even an arc in the story? It felt like. I mean, it had to have been padding. It That's felt like it. A, a romantic <laughs> B plot. Except it was in a romantic comedy, so like you it, you didn't need it. <laughs> you did, did did not need to be yeah, there. Yeah. Not even a little. <laughs> Although Fucking... it was really funny to watch <sighs> like this whole weird skip sexual tension thing work out because everybody was into skip, man. Fucking all the all of Susie and her friends thought that he was a hottie, apparently, and Susie's mom. Yeah, yeah like, everybody was like, into Skip. Like, he's so buff. He's so like, dreamy. <laughs> what? I mean... And that was another thing. It's like, it, they were talking about... Was that the guy? Yeah, it had to have been. That first walked up to the, like, the food uh, counter at the mall. The uh, Words. Seth, words. The first walked up to that, like, restaurant thing at the mall mm-hmm. where they were all talking in the intro. And they're like, he's so hot. I think so. Like, he's so buff. Like, he's got such a great body, but his brains are the problem. He's such a nerd. No, like- that, they were talking about Tommy. 
With the body and brain. Really? Because Tommy's an idiot. Right. That's what they were saying. They're, they're, no, no. They weren't saying that he, they called him a geek, which I do know in the 80s was like not like we say geek now. A geek back then was like a fucking just a, a, a loser. Uh, well, I guess chalk that up to my newfangled slang. Yeah, dude, I'm filling you in. For all of our... For all of our... The, all of the older audience that is listening to this podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, man. Hopefully it's nobody. But, I'm not sure anybody yeah, should no, listen nobody. to this podcast. I'm not, I'm not convinced that anyone should listen either. But, That's right. Uh, here we are doing the thing. Look, Nick Cage has uh, like almost or over 100 leading roles that we are going Don't say that. Yeah, so... Don't, don't give me that... that terrifying look into my near and also far future yeah we made a blood pack dude this is happening fuck we did we're, though we're both in this until forever I, I and reached, nicholas we we reached through each other's screens uh, and the then worst. like nicked our palms with a knife and just like turns out i actually just cut it on the screen and thought that was good enough <laughs> yeah i found it weird that there were little pieces of glass yeah. in your hand i mean that's fine it was fine it's fine yeah. it's whatever it's fine we're in this, uh, and Nicolas Cage... We're all in this together. Uh, ...has, like, five or six movies in pre- and post-production right now, so... Bro, job security. It's gonna keep going. Also, also, there is one movie in apparent production that it does not star Nick Cage, but we are absolutely watching anyway on the anniversary of this episode because it is the remake of Valley Girl. <laughs> All right. I mean, I'm down. Um, wow. Yeah. Yeah. The, okay. So the things we've established so far, um, Nick Cage is wild as Randy. Uh, his, uh-huh. his friend, Fred is a well, shitty friend. Get, well, I mean, let, well, hold on now. A shitty friend to Randy? Mm, no, he did kind of make up for it in the end, but he's he's definitely like not a great friend. What did he? What did he, he do? Like, Cause like he was with him the whole time, and then like Randy just kind of went off and was an asshole on his own and drank a bunch, and then yeah, or, uh, and that's when he like came uh, back. Fred and, came back and was like, "Hey, stop being an asshole. Pick yourself yeah. up. Let's go do this thing." Uh, he just pushed them to make terrible decisions. And then brought him to a <laughs> shitty party and was creeping on Lauren's character to find out where the party was, which was weird. Um, and then he fucking... Oh, yeah, that was him at the beginning. Yep. Seth, I just... Okay, this is an 80s movie. There's a lot of creeping, so man. fucking everyone looks the same <laughs> and everyone acts similar in similar ways. Like, I saw a bunch of faces and I'm like, surely I'll put these together with names as the movie progresses, nope. but I did not. The only reason I remember... All, all I knew was Nick Cage and the guy that looked like Michael J. Fox, who I swear was fucking Michael J. Fox. Was no. That? Absolutely not. <laughs> There's no fucking I, way. I swear, it looked so much like him. <laughs> if, if, if Michael J. Fox is in here in an uncredited cameo or some shit, I'll lose my goddamn was... mind. <laughs> It was Tommy's friend. It was one of the guys who poured the alcohol into the punch at the party. No, remember? yeah, that definitely wasn't him then. For sure. It looked like him. It definitely did. Uh, the only reason I remember Lauren's character is because uh, when she first talks <clears throat> in the mall food court, I fucking <clears throat> recognized that vocal fray anywhere. That's it was. She's a fucking Powerpuff Girl, man. She is like, oh, no yeah. Way. I was like, oh, my God. 
I had to look it up. That's what it is. Elizabeth yeah, Daly. Because no, I heard that, like, I heard that too. Mm-hmm. That, like, weird f- fry that she did with her voice. And I'm like, and, like, it, it clicked in my head that I've heard that somewhere. And I'm like, that's ah, probably some, like, 80s song that I've mm-hmm. heard with a female vocalist. But I didn't realize, I didn't put two and two together. What is she, uh, Buttercup? Uh, I think so. But, yeah, I was like, I fucking, I know that vocal fry. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the only reason that's I remember hilarious. her character. Yeah. Uh, what else did we learn? We learned that uh, Julie's parents are fucking dope, and like, not only are they like chill hippies, but they're like they had some really awesome views on life and like parenting and shit. Yeah. Like they were they were fucking cool people. Yeah, they were kind of they. That's one thing. Yeah. That's one thing. Like I I was <laughs> I was going through this movie like borderline hate watching it, just looking for things to to riff on and make fun of because it's an 80s Nick Cage movie. What else? How else are you going to watch it? But I, I did like that, that whole scene, like with her, when she's asking her dad, should I choose Randy or Tommy? And like his whole view on the thing was good and sound. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, it doesn't fucking matter what clothes people wear. And like who in your social circle is going to accept it. If they make you happy, go with yeah. them. Makes for, he, he was a good fucking dude. He's like, let me show you a thing. This is me when I was a fucking hippie. Do I look like this now? Things don't go as we expect all the yeah, time. Yeah, shit changes. <laughs> it's, it was, yeah. yeah, I was super on board. I was like, I, the, from, uh, yeah. from li- what a huge turnaround, man. Line one from this guy. I was like, uh-uh. PPAF. <laughs> do not want. Get out of here with your weird, like, Donald Trump shit right now, <laughs> dating your daughter. I'm not into it. And then, like, after that one comment, from then on, he was a dope fucking dude <laughs> yeah he's a good dad yeah and a, a great hippie <laughs> just like fucking <laughs> locked himself in the bathroom during prom night and smoked the doobie before he came out god how's that for a for a resume great father excellent hippie but like <laughs> what yeah that's what i want like why did he do that why was he so nervous on his daughter's prom night that he um, had to smoke a doob in the bathroom honestly dude i can only assume it was one of two things uh him not going to prom with his wife and like so he didn't like have the prom experience he was like nervous from prom but it could also be his daughter going to prom it like made him nervous i don't know i have no idea yeah that i mean like like, i I get the whole like nervous father thing when when your daughter goes to prom i get that but that that's not what's weird to me that he was nervous it's that he was so nervous that he literally had to go smoke to chill joint before he came out to take pictures i don't know man that like so many things in this film is completely unexplained (laughs) (laughs) there is so many things that they just bring up that are that look like plot points but Mm -hmm. are just never referenced again. uh randy having sex in the bathroom of the club after the breakup with yeah, what the fuck? I can only just, assume they just is his ex because they know each other's names. Yeah, they just introduced this old flame. Yeah. Like, I was looking for you tonight. No, you weren't. I wasn't looking for you either, but here we are. Like, Let's go fuck in the bathroom. I haven't seen you in months or like... Okay. And then that whole thing, when they're fucking in the bathroom, like just two other women walk in and lean on the wall and smoke for two seconds and the camera like... Like half of the frame is on them and half of the frame is on mm-hmm. Nick Cage and what's her face. Which, and then they just walk out yeah, and that, that was super nothing. weird. They <laughs> they went into the bathroom to have a cigarette, but 
everybody was smoking on the dance floor. Like, why did they do that? <laughs> what, the, what the fuck? My, my, my only just wild swing at what that could have been is like trying to nail further into your head that this was like a scuzzy place and like a, a dirty, like dingy part of town where nobody cares if someone's having sex in the bathroom. Like, I guess. It, I mean, that because the whole movie they were trying to do that because the whole thing, like the whole driving point is like Valley Girl and their like rich gated community way of life. And then this uh, guy, Randy, who lives in a dirty part of Hollywood and like they can't be together because yada yada. It's very Romeo and Juliet, yeah. but they didn't really execute it very no, well. <laughs> not a, not any little. Although I did notice that Romeo and Juliet was one of the movies playing on the. I saw the title on the marquee, like in very prominently. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's what I was gonna say about that whole thing when he's like, when he fucking goes Agent Forty Seven and knocks out a ticket taker to disguise himself. <laughs> um, th- that was another one of those super on the nose moments because the the movie that they're going to see when Nick Cage is the ticket taker is called Getting Even. <laughs> I noticed <laughs> and that. And <laughs> then Im- immediately when it when it goes to the scene where he's taking their tickets, he takes Tobby's and he goes, oh, is this movie in 3D? He goes, no, but your face is. Like, Ooh, got and that him. was supposed to be a sick Getting Even burn. <laughs> I fucking, I love it. Seth, I, I love it so because good. you know me. And how much I say your face. So that really connected with yeah, me. That. I feel like I was Nick Cage. Oh, it, God. it was an, an immersive experience. <laughs> I, I went crazy for a moment. I, re- I did. really saw yourself in the movie, huh? Yeah, yeah. No, actually. <laughs> no, I could not see myself doing anything crazy as Nick Cage did in that movie. You and me both. Well, surprisingly, we had quite a lot to say about Valley Girl. Or maybe not surprisingly, actually. I have no idea. What I don't even know what anything is anymore. We went into this movie with no, expectation, yep. no, no yep. expectations. Nope. You came into this podcast with hopefully no expectations because I really don't want to disappoint, which is probably what we will have done if you were expecting something good. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, yeah, expecting something good was definitely your first mistake. <laughs> that being said, uh, I would give Valley Girl surprisingly like a... Uh, 17 out of 28? Hmm. You know, I don't know that I'd go that high. I don't know that I had that much fun with it. I mean, um, slightly better than a, than a fail? <laughs> it's a low D? <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'm going to give it, I'm going to go ahead and give it a 15 out of 28 just because I did get brought into Nick Cage's mind space mm-hmm. and have a have a nice jaunt there and that was fun so slightly over half i think it's okay yeah i would probably not watch it again Let's see but you know what i am curious about as we continue our journey is i want to know yes at what point does nick cage get the gap in his front teeth closed because that happens at oh some my point. god <laughs> <laughs> i didn't even realize because it's been so long since i've seen a nick cage movie yeah and now that you say it, it's all I can think that's about. Gonna, that's going to be our, our white whale? Finding which movie he got his I'm, gap closed? I don't know. Words are meaningless, Brian. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dream about driving a car through that tonight. Okay, nope. Uh, tune in next time where we're going to watch Racing with the Moon. Uh, don't think about 
Nicolas Cage's gap. I love you, bye. I just, man. This was a bad decision. <laughs> <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.